So have you ever wondered why all of the rich American celebrities are putting grills on their teeth? Maybe you thought it was just a way for them to express their bling and show off some of that wealth. Well, I'm here to tell you that it goes a lot deeper than that. Think that Tuggle better recognize Lettuce and tomato, avocado for his eyes He's coming at you with his taco beef Sour cream in his belly and chicken on his feet He knows how to talk with his video Can keep you out of trouble, but will he though? He's been a lawyer and a judge, DA and a cop So listen to him talk, he ain't never gonna stop It's taco this, it's taco that Hello all my fritos and frittatas How are you doing out there? Welcome to Taco Talks This is your host, Taco Welcome to my podcast Being done for the first time out of the home in honor of the coronavirus. Hopefully my parakeets won't make too much noise while I do this podcast, but we'll see. First of all, do you even know what a grill is? I didn't for a while. Turns out a grill is something that's usually encrusted with jewels and goes over your teeth. It can be either permanent or temporary, depending on who makes it and what the purpose of it is. But they can range in price anywhere from a couple hundred dollars to thirty or fifty thousand, maybe a hundred thousand, even a million dollars for a grill. In fact, the person in America who wore the most expensive grill of all time, believe it or not, was Katy Perry. She wore a million dollar grill, and nobody else has even come close. Now, there are some people that have some very pricey grills that I'll tell you about shortly, but nobody's even come close to Katy Perry's million dollar grill. So why is that? Why is she wearing a grill like that? Well, I think you have to understand a little bit about the history of grills to even understand what's going on here. First of all, back in 800 to 200 BC, before Christ, the Etruscan women who came from wealth liked to wear grills. Now, these women had rights, unlike most modern women. They had the rights to own property, which was highly unusual in the past. They could own property. They could eat at banquets in public with their husbands. They could even eat soft white bread that was prepared for them. Now, that changed pretty quickly when the Romans came around in 100 AD, a few hundred years later. So I'm talking about Caesar, Cicero, And the first thing they did, they took away the grills and they took away the rights. Took a while before grills came back into style, around 300 to 900 AD, with the Mayans. The Mayans wore green jade, which they drilled into their teeth, and it was a symbol of wealth and agriculture. But more importantly, it was a symbol of the leader's responsibility to bring fertile crops and rain to the people. So if you wore a grill, it wasn't just that you were rich, although you probably were, but you were also a leader with certain responsibilities, and the green of jade was specifically chosen to represent fertile crops and rain and keeping the gods happy so that you would have an abundance of food. So there was a responsibility that went with having a grill, but it was no easy operation. It was actually drilled into your teeth. Things have come a long way since then. Now grills disappeared once again with the Spanish conquest in the 1500s. I'm talking AD now. And in fact, the Spaniards thought that the practice of decorating your teeth was barbaric. There's a quote from one Father Buenaventura around 1600 when he was speaking to his Filipino followers. He said, whoever files his teeth, I will surely punish. 
Now, up until that point, before he came along and before the Spaniards came along trying to colonize the Philippines, the Filipinos actually had a hundred different vocabulary words that meant gold teeth. So imagine that, a language with a hundred words in it that means gold teeth. They were quite popular and quite accepted until Father Buenaventura said that he would punish anybody that dared to do it. More recently... In 2012, it's been estimated by one Dr. Nieberger that 65% of Guatemalans have gold dental decorations in their teeth. Ironically, most Guatemalans that come north to the United States try to replace their gold teeth because they're embarrassed by them and they feel like it shows that they come from a lower status and they try, like anything, to get their gold teeth removed and replaced with white crowns so that they can acculturate with the United States because they have that traditional image of the Hollywood all-white smile, and that's what they're trying to imitate. Now, when the Soviet Union fell in the 80s, Tajikistan was going through the same thing. Gold was wildly popular and practical, and it was a very popular thing to be used in the dental practice because gold is a malleable metal and won't cause problems if it's in your teeth. But once they were allowed to leave Tajikistan... What did they start doing? They started pulling out their teeth as fast as they go and putting in white teeth in place of them so that they could look more westernized. Anyway, the grill has quite an illustrious background. Turning now to some more modern times, who is it that represents the grills in the United States of America in modern times? One of the best-known people is Johnny Dang. Johnny Dang was actually born in Vietnam in 1974. He moved to Houston in 1996. That would mean he spent the first 22 years of his life in Vietnam. He came from a small village in central Vietnam. And he's kind of a small guy himself. He's only five foot seven, but he's made quite a lot of money doing grills. As it turns out, there's a lot that was going on with Johnny Dang. His father actually fought for the South Vietnamese who favored the United States in the Vietnam War. His father had to flee to get out of Vietnam because he had been helping out the South Vietnamese and ultimately they lost. And in fact, the war, the Vietnam War, ended in 1975 when the North Vietnamese captured Saigon. And this began what then became known as the reunification of Vietnam into the Socialist Republic of Vietnam. Now, Vietnam, as it turns out, has quite a lot of people today. They have 100 million people, and in fact, they're the 15th most populated country on the globe. They are bordered by China to the north, and China has a strong influence over them because China, of course, was backing the North Vietnamese in the Vietnam War, and when the North Vietnamese ultimately prevailed, China expected a little bit of payback. However, South Vietnam, although it was ultimately incorporated into the one entity known as the Republic of Vietnam, which is communist, one of only five remaining communist nations in the world today, even so, capitalism had caught on, and they didn't just want to go totally communist. And so there's been an interesting tension in Vietnam because they are sort of caught between the battle between the United States and China. Of course, sharing a border with China, they have to keep China happy. China is Vietnam's second largest export partner. The first largest exporting partner to Vietnam is the United States. We get about 20% of their goods, whereas China gets about 18% of their goods. So it's almost equally balanced, and they try to keep us both happy. 
So as it turns out, when South Vietnam fell in 1975, we had to evacuate a lot of American soldiers quickly. That was known as Operation Frequent Wind, and it was the largest in our military history when it was done in 1975. Turns out most Americans were easily evacuated, but most southern Vietnamese did not have such an easy time, and they could not get out of the country so easily. That's the situation that Johnny Dang's father was in, and it took him another 12 years before he fled by boat and was able to get out of South Vietnam leaving behind his son, Johnny, and his wife, and he would not reunite with them until nine years later in Houston, Texas. So what he did was he moved to Houston, and he opened up a jewelry store, and he started doing jewelry repair, and he was a fairly low-level jeweler. But before he left Johnny, he told him to learn the family trade, get good at it, and that he would be back for him. And sure enough, after nine long years, he was able to reunite his family in the United States. Johnny did indeed learn the trade of jewelry repair, and the first thing he did was open a stall in a local market and he often did repairs right out of his car and after a while he had a second stall and eventually a shop and young Johnny believed in technology and he quickly learned how to use western technology to do a lot of the repairs that his father had done by hand and so his business excelled. Somewhere along the way Johnny Dang partnered with somebody named Paul Wall. Now Paul Wall was a rapper and an actor locally in Houston and he appeared as the character Grillionaire in the movie I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell. A little bit about Paul Wall. He is a Democrat. He campaigned for Barack Obama. And in 2010, Paul Wall had to have a gastric sleeve surgery, and he lost over 100 pounds. He was also the one that came up with the idea of offering free grills, and that would be G-R-I-L-L. Z, that's the way it's spelled, if you have a grill, you get one of these grills. So he offered free grills to the entire Houston Astros baseball team if they could win the World Series, which in fact they did. Now I'm going to talk about that a little bit more later. It is interesting to note that they cheated. You might remember the scandal where they had a camera in center field and they were filming everything that the catcher was doing for the opposing team. And then with the camera trained on the catcher's signals to the pitcher, they would then broadcast that to some place near their dugout. And somebody in the dugout looking at the camera and recognizing the signals would then bang on a drum so that the person at the plate who was at bat would hear the drum and know what kind of a pitch was about to be thrown run to him, and then, of course, he'd be able to hit the ball a little better when the pitch came the way he expected it, and this is the way they cheated their way to victory in the 2017 World Series. American uh, baseball great Hank Aaron, home run leader for a long time, said that he thought they should be banned from baseball forever because of that. A lot of people were unhappy, but ultimately they just paid what for them would be a fairly small fine, and it seems to have been forgotten about, but a lot of people were upset with that. Anyway, it was Paul Wall's idea to give them all a free grill, and Paul Wall, a rapper, was Johnny Dang's grill-making partner, and they began to have huge success. Johnny Dang became known as the jeweler to the stars and he did people like Paris Hilton, Hugh Hefner before he passed away, Kanye West who has no fewer than four sets of grills, Nicki Minaj, Beyonce who's now the world's richest female singer, Jay-Z, Flava Flav, Post Malone, Lil Durk, Trippy Red, and the list goes on and on. Johnny Dang has been making a ton 
ton of money. Now his standard starter grill, which is just a six tooth gold front, that can go anywhere from $240 to $500, as opposed to Katy Perry's Guinness Book of World Record grill at $1 million, and anything in between. But it's not unusual for Johnny to charge thirty or 50000 for a grill. And now he's worth about $20 million at least. Lil Wayne, for example, bought a $150,000 permanent grill. Now, grills can be permanent or they can be temporary. Most of them are just temporary and they're slipped over the teeth and they can be removed. You're not supposed to eat or drink or smoke while they're in, but you could. Anyway, Lil Wayne shelled out $150,000 for his, but Quavo of the Migos, he put out $250,000 for his diamond grill, which Johnny Dang did. Now, grills in the 1980s were in New York. I mean, they were there before Johnny really got rolling. You know, Johnny was born in 1974. He would have only been six in 1980 when Raheem the Dream got things started in New York. But by 2005, Johnny Dang was selling, it was estimated, 400 grills a day at anywhere from $500 on up. Do you know how much money that is? 400 grills a day at 500 bucks a piece? That's $200,000 a day. And when you get that cheapo, that El Cheapo $500 starter grill, he doesn't even have to do the molding. He sends it to you in the mail. You do the molding on your own teeth and mail it back to him, and then he'll have the grill ready for you in about two days' time. So he's not even doing the molding. Now, Johnny Dang is known for being exceptional with his customer service. He really prides himself and and all of the stars say that he's just fantastic in terms of customer service and no two grills are alike. So he sits down with you and he talks to you about what you're trying to accomplish, what kind of a look you want, what kind of a grill you want. And then I think that's why they all like him because no two grills are the same. Other famous people have had grills too. For example, in 2012, the American Olympic swimmer Ryan Lochte, he did a Johnny Dang-inspired American flag grill for the Olympics, and he bought that from Johnny Dang. It got mixed reviews because some people accused Lochte of cultural appropriation because grills, for whatever reason, have become known as sort of a African-American thing, and Lochte is not. He is white. And some people accused him of cultural appropriation, and they also said that it didn't really look elegant and soft. Lochte had a lot of endorsements. He was making a huge amount of money as a swimmer through endorsements because he had that kind of handsome but white image and uh, a lot of people felt like the grills in his teeth did not really emphasize that and so he did lose some of his endorsements but he really took a hit later in the Olympics in 2016 in Rio. You might remember that Ryan Lochte was the one along with a couple of teammates that lied and said that he was robbed in Brazil and as it turns out he wasn't robbed at all and the film from the gas station proved it that it was all just a lie to get attention and the Brazilian government darn near indicted him and almost didn't let him leave to come back to the United States. And his reputation took a damaging blow after that episode. But he did at least have that 2012 American flag grill that he sported for a while. I will tell you a thing or two about Johnny. He noticed that his grandparents had gold teeth. So in Vietnam, gold teeth was actually a symbol of being poor because that was one of the cheaper metals that could be put in and it was something that would last and protect your teeth better than most other things. They called them fronts back then. If you had fronts, that actually meant that you were poor. And likewise, in New York in the 70s, if you had fronts, like the Jamaicans often had, then that meant you were poor. It didn't mean you were rich. Somehow, it became a cultural thing, and all of the rappers started to do it to show status and wealth, but also an allegiance to their 
less affluent heritage. And that is why it became a bling thing later on, but it didn't start that way. There have been some interesting cases surrounding grills. For example, in 2006, federal prosecutors in the United States had a warrant to seize all golden dental work from two men that were facing drug charges. But there was an uproar because a lot of people compared that to Nazi Germany, and the feds claimed not to know that the grills on these people were, in fact, permanent. So what they did was they seized the people. They had a court order allowing them to physically remove, with dental processes, these grills right out of their mouths to recover some of the drug money. And the defense lawyers jumped in there and raised a stink about it. And one of the lawyers was quoted as saying, at least the Nazis waited until you were dead. That was not good public relations for the feds, and they ended up backing off and claiming that they didn't realize that these guys had permanent grills rather than just the temporary ones that fit over the front teeth. So they backed off. But the same thing happened in Nashville, Tennessee. The city ended up having to pay $100,000 when they were sued for ripping grills off of prisoners' teeth. There was a dentist in Atlanta that was specialized in grills. He's now being investigated by the feds and the attorney general in Georgia because they say he's stealing Medicaid money, but he says that he thought he was just kind of a jeweler Turns out he's had problems with his license before. He's had some issues with cleanliness as he uses old equipment that's outdated and defective and he covers the parts with trash bags, according to the feds. He calls himself the father of Aphrodontics. Anyway, he's being investigated now. Likewise, a man in Florida is being investigated for doing grills out of his home. He said he thought he was kind of a jeweler more than anything, but they pointed out that he doesn't have the proper licensing to be doing dentistry. More recently, there's been uh, an interesting kidnapping in England. There was a very rich man, or I should say his father was very rich. The man's name was Saleh al-Hindi. They had him tied up and kidnapped for 14 hours. And he was being held for ransom because they knew that his father was a wealthy businessman. He had a $3,000 diamond grill that was pulled out, plucked from his mouth, tooth by tooth by his kidnappers. Then they made a ransom demand of 50,000 pounds, which would probably, these days, be a little over $50,000. Not really all that much, considering they ripped out his $3,000 grill. And their plan was to get the father to pay this money, and then they would release the son. But the threat that they used was that they would give him a heroin overdose if the father didn't pay soon. And in fact, they were holding him in some sort of a crack house. And unfortunately for them, they didn't realize that technology has come a long way. The police were able to track down one of their calls and locate them and get in there just as the heroin overdose was being prepared and administered. They managed to get old Saleh al-Hindi out of there, and he did not get the overdose, and his father didn't have to pay, and everybody was happy except for the $3,000 grill was ripped out of his mouth tooth by tooth. Interestingly, some school districts in Alabama and Georgia have banned kids from wearing grills in the classroom, and they say that Texas is about to follow suit. Here's one for you. In New York City, there's an artist by the name of Rupa Vasudevan. That's a woman. I don't know what nationality that is, but old Rupa likes to analyze the lyrics of hip-hop songs from the notorious B.I.G., Jay-Z, Puff Daddy, and others, and then created an algorithm that pulls out any references to wealth and or poverty and somehow measures the distance between the reference to one or the other followed by 
the reference to the opposite. So, for example, the song might reference being really wealthy and then a few lines later reference poverty and what it's like to be poor. So the distance between those two references using the algorithm through a program developed by Rupa Vasudevan. The program is called PyGenius. By using this program, PyGenius, it allows the data to be somehow extracted and then put into grills. And here's the way Rupa puts it. She says, references to extreme poverty and extreme wealth are scored according to relative distance from the words of the opposite polarity, and the resulting landscape formed is extruded into a 3D shape and printed as a wearable grill. <laughs> so I guess what that means is by using hip-hop songs and measuring these references to poverty and wealth, this program creates some sort of a printout which goes up and down, and then the grill is manufactured to be similar so that you end up with some sort of musical thing in your mouth. I guess it's working for Rupa. Anyway, now, Rupa might not be so far off, though. Let's go back to Lucille Ball. You remember Lucille Ball, actress famous for My Love Lucy? Well, back in 1942, Lucille Ball had lead fillings in her teeth from the dentist, and Lucille Ball at some point thought that she was hearing music coming out of her mouth. And she sort of laughed it off and thought that was ridiculous. But then a week later, she thought that she heard chattering. And as it turns out, it was the Morse code that was actually chattering through her teeth. And this was somewhere in California. And so she reported it to the FBI. And in San Fernando Valley in California, the FBI was able to locate some sort of Japanese underground radio station, which was being run by somebody's gardener in California. And this would be 1942. This was just as we were getting into the Second World War. And of course, Japan was the enemy. They had some underground operation and Lucille Ball picked up on it with her teeth. So that takes us to Safford, Arizona, August 2019. A woman storms into her dentist's office demanding that her fillings be removed because she says they're sending radio signals out to the aliens. Well, at first, the dentist refused and called the cops, actually. But before the cops could get their hands on this woman, she went to a second dentist insisting that they remove her fillings and saying that they were sending signals to the aliens. And the second dentist actually actually went through with it and got the job done before the cops got to the woman and declared that she had some sort of psychotic problem. And it was noted later that fillings do sometimes affect AM radio signals, and so do rusty toilets, for that matter, can pick up on AM radio signals. So this woman may not have been psychotic after all, and Lucille Ball, after all, managed to get a Japanese spy captured. So, you know, the idea that signals can be transmitted through teeth and especially teeth with metal, is not unheard of and not unreasonable. And that leads us to the present day, and really, it leads to what this podcast is all about. You see, we have Johnny Dang, who is busily putting grills in rich people's teeth as fast as he can go. Hundreds per day. And it's rich, influential people. So, of course, rich, influential people can make things happen. Now, you might find it interesting that Kanye, as in Kanye and Kim Kardashian, one of the most influential people out there, recently met with Donald Trump. You know, you can't get much more influential than that. Well, he has four sets of grills from Johnny Dang. When I first started thinking about this, I thought that maybe Johnny Dang was up to something, up to no good, putting grills on people and then maybe trying to control them somehow. My first theory was that maybe he had some sort of 
vendetta against America because he was without his father for nine long years when he was a young and impressionable young man and his father had to flee Vietnam and said I'll be back for you and it was nine years before he got back so I thought that maybe Johnny was pretty upset with America for that because of course in the Vietnam War we ended up getting into it and then it was an utter failure and then we fled and we stranded a lot of people that helped us namely the southern Vietnamese which would be Johnny Dang's father so I thought that maybe Johnny Dang harbored some hostility to the United States and then when he got to Houston and became a jeweler that unlike his father who was just trying to survive and make it in the new American capitalist way thought that maybe Johnny had some sort of greater purpose that was evil to get back at the United States for separating him from his father when he was younger anyway the more I looked into it the more I don't think that adds up because Johnny's making a ton of money and he's really rather enjoying himself he's got a beautiful wife he has children he's uh He's making all this money with his partner, Paul Wall. And then they supplied grills to the world champion Houston Astros. So why would they want a grill on the Houston Astros team? And why did they settle on Texas of all places? The more I thought about that, the more I wondered if Johnny Dang wasn't... Well, my next theory was maybe he was trying to get through to Trump by talking to Trump through Kanye's mouth. Because, you know, maybe he can control his mouth just as signals can come through like I've already described. So I thought maybe Kanye is actually trying to speak directly to Trump on behalf of Johnny Dang, and that maybe Johnny Dang had a good purpose, something good or important he was trying to tell, because he does, after all, come from Vietnam. Vietnam has this relationship with China, and it's a strange relationship there in China. Let me just tell you a couple of things about that. So in 1991, there was assistance that the United States was sending to Vietnam because there were so many people injured in the war. And at first, we just left. In 1975, we just ran. And it was a long time before relations normalized a little bit because... Vietnam fell under communist rule, and uh, our two countries really didn't have a lot to say to each other for a long time, but there was this nasty issue of all the people that had fought to help us, and they all were missing limbs and things from all of the terrible things that went on in Vietnam. So in 1991, we were only assisting just with a trickle of help. About a million dollars we sent them for prosthetics for war victims. But by 2004, things had really warmed up a little bit, and you know, people finally were forgetting the atrocities of war. And by 2004, we were sending $50 million in aid to Vietnam. Now, by 2018, only a couple of years ago, the U.S. was exporting $4 billion in goods to Vietnam, mainly in the form of cotton and soybean, corn and nuts. But Vietnam, by contrast, they're exporting $34.1 billion in goods, and the United States buys 20% of that. But China buys about 18% of that. Guess what their number one export is? You're not going to believe this. Their number one export is broadcasting equipment. Now, is that suspicious that Johnny Dang, after staying there, he's staying in the country whose number one export to the United States is broadcasting equipment? And what does he start doing but putting metal and jewelry and gold in people's teeth when there's a documented history of those signals transferring through the teeth? So... Is he friend or foe? I don't know. There's some awfully big American companies in Vietnam. Nike is there with gigantic factories. Now, Vietnam's richest man, Pham Nguyen Vuong, he spent $2 billion of his own money to start importing electric cars to the United States beginning in 
2021. So there's big money flowing between Vietnam and the U.S. now. Meanwhile, the United States has this trade war going on with China, and things have really heated up between Trump and President uh, Xi Jinping, and poor Vietnam is stuck in the middle. They really don't want problems with their northern neighbor that they share a border with, and they don't want problems with their number one exporting partner, that would be the United States. They're just trying to make money and get back, you know. I mean, they do have the 15th largest population in the world. China has the largest. And so Vietnam's just trying not to rub anybody the wrong way and keep everybody happy if at all possible. But they are doing a few things to help China. And this this was why I originally thought that maybe Johnny Dang was up to no good. For example, with this trade war going on where Trump is imposing tariffs on China as fast as he can and China is responding in kind, while that's all going on, some of the Chinese products that come here in large amounts, such as aluminum and plywood, are being mislabeled deliberately by the Vietnamese and these goods that are really actually manufactured in China and then shipped south to Vietnam before they are then exported to the United States. And what the label says is made in Vietnam. So then it gets around the tariff and it comes here as if from Vietnam. They're cooperating with China in this deception to get around the tariffs. So I did have to wonder if Johnny Dang was up to no good. There's also all this problem going on in the South China Sea. Now, there is some tension between Vietnam and China as far as commerce and trade in the South China Sea, but it's also a place where there's an American presence where we occasionally will send a warship to cruise through and just show that these are international waters that uh, we're allowed to cruise through. And China does not take that position. They feel like it's theirs and that we shouldn't be there. So things are getting pretty darn tense out there. And, you know, this is where Johnny Dang comes in because he is the one putting metal in all of our mouths. Now, why is he doing that? Take a look at Kanye, who has four expensive grills that he's gotten from Johnny Dang. Kanye says some strange things. Now, is that just because he's strange? Maybe. Or is his mouth being controlled by Johnny Dang? And is Johnny Dang being controlled by the Chinese? Think about it. The Chinese would not have been real happy that they were backing the North Vietnamese, and then Johnny Dang's father was fighting for the South Vietnamese. And then, when the North won in 1975 and began to impose communism on everybody and try to reunite the country, Johnny Dang's father, I don't know where he was between 75 and 87, but in 1987 he escapes by boat and comes to the U.S. and opens up his jewelry shop. That could not have made China happy. Maybe China took a look and said, okay, he escaped, but we know that we can let him put metal in all these rich people's mouths, and then we'll use our technology to control those people's mouths. So let him, let him think that he's gotten away from us, and let him think that he's doing a good thing by putting grills on everybody, and then we'll just use that to whatever dastardly deed that we've got planned. And again, look at some of the crazy things Kanye's done. I mean, you can't tell me that he might not possibly be controlled by the mouth. First of all, he said, When I wear my MAGA hat, it makes me feel like Superman. Then he said, And I like North Korea. Then he said, But I might run for president in 2024. Kanye, with a metal, metallic mouth. President in 2024 with Kim Kardashian. And what's one of the big issues that he was pushing when he met with Trump? Prisoner release. Now, like it or not, the African-American population is disproportionately represented as the jail population. Kanye's trying to get them out. That would be more people wearing grills and more control 
for the Chinese. So is it Kanye's idea or is it the Chinese idea? Maybe they're making him say these things to Trump, making him do these things. But is, there's just no denying that he and Kim Kardashian, their greatest issue right now is prison reform and letting people out of prison. Interestingly, Johnny Dang's partner, Paul Wall, who's white, he was arrested in 2016. He was in jail briefly for a drug case. He did get it dismissed in 2017, but he went to jail. And there's Johnny Dang through Kanye getting to Trump, along with Kim, trying to get people out of jail. Is it just a coincidence? I don't know. Is it a coincidence that fake braces are now in with Chinese youth? Because they'll tell you they don't like the whole Hollywood pearly white teeth thing. And so it's actually a sign currently of status in China, status and wealth. If your teeth are a little bit messed up and you have braces, can you believe that? The idea is to have messed up teeth and braces. Also, they don't want your teeth falling out. Let's think about that a little bit. They don't want your teeth falling out. Oh, this is so tangled. First of all, the American basketball player, Dennis Rodman, what did he do? He befriended uh, North Korea's leader, Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un loved basketball. In fact, when he went off to college, he was sent off under a, an alias. And while he was at a university somewhere, I think in Europe, he was rumored to wear high tops all the time. He loved the Chicago Bulls. He loved Michael Jordan. He loved his Air Jordans. And he loved to wear basketball warm-up suits and high tops all the time. People thought he was strange, but that's what he did. This was before he became the leader. His father, Kim Jong-il, was uh, still trying to figure out which of his sons would be best to take over. And ultimately, he picked Kim Jong-un, who was off wearing high tops. But anyway, who did he befriend? Dennis Rodman, former NBA basketball star, who goes to North Korea not once but twice, tries to set up some sort of a basketball league, and comes back singing North Korea's praises and saying how he's such good friends with Kim Jong-un until it got him in hot water. But Rodman has grills. If you look at the photos, he's got two in his upper teeth, sort of off to the side. He's got grills. So maybe he's being controlled. He goes to North Korea. Why would he do that? Well, North Korea is right next to China. And North Korea is starving to death. You know, you have the ruling class and then you have everybody else. And they're poverty-stricken and they happen to have nuclear weapons. But they are starving literally to death and they rely only on China to keep them afloat. And China does it, but they're kind of a pain in the butt for China. And so I'm thinking maybe China was trying to kill two birds with one stone, stir up some problems between the United States and Korea, or, or maybe get it so that Korea and the United States befriended each other so that North Korea would be more our problem rather than China's problem. So they activate Rodman's grill. Through signals sent from China, they get Rodman to go to North Korea, befriend North Korea's leader, and try to establish good relations. And look what happened. Trump ends up meeting with North Korea's leader shortly thereafter. And even though people hated to do it, they had to give Rodman some credit. Maybe he had something to do with softening relations with North Korea a little bit. But this is a two-edged sword. I mean, North Korea is a little unpredictable, and they do have those nuclear weapons that they keep firing off into the middle of the sea, awfully close to Japan. But while that's all going on, China must be quite happy because North Korea will become our problem with all those people that they have. Last thing China wants is for North Korea to go belly up and come flooding across the border with all these poor and unhealthy people. And so China activates Rodman's grill, gets him to go there, 
and start thawing out relations between the United States and North Korea. I don't think it's all that far-fetched. Now, I started to say earlier, why why Texas? Why did Johnny Dang's dad go to Texas? Well, it's right in the middle of our country. It's a large state. It's uh, physically one of our largest, maybe the largest state we have, not population, but it's the largest state. So from there, you can attack the East Coast. Let's say that you have signals that you're trying to broadcast because you're trying to control all the rich people with grills that are on the West Coast and the East Coast. Where better to be than right in the middle? Texas. So Johnny Dang's father ends up in Texas, and then what do they do? They put grills on the entire Houston Astros 2017 World Series team while all of America is tuning in. Getting back to uh, Trump meeting with Kanye West, it was quite a wild meeting. The cameras that were there, Kanye's jumping around all over the place. He's basically all over Trump, all over Trump's desk. And in the end, Trump says, well, that was something. That was quite impressive. Quite something. And Kanye responds, it was from the soul. I was just channeling it. That's what he said. That's a direct quote. It was from the soul. I was just channeling it. Exactly. He didn't have any control over his own teeth. He was channeling the information. Everything he said to Trump was being controlled by the grill makers who are being controlled by China, perhaps unwittingly. I don't know. Again, whether Johnny Dang is friend or foe, I just know that he has put, conveniently, the gold in everybody's mouth that China can control. Here's another thing about some of the countries over near China. Now, is this just a coincidence? Take the Philippines, controlled by a dictator, a brutal dictator, Duterte. Duterte doesn't take any crap off of anybody. He'll kill you if he doesn't like what you're doing. He's declared an outright war against drugs. If he sees you using drugs or selling them out in the street, he's got his death squads. They will shoot you right there and just leave your body right there in the street. He has killed so many people in recent years because of alleged involvement with drugs. Why is that? What's his problem with drugs? I mean, drugs are everywhere, so why is he so excited to kill you if you are involved with drugs? And I would propose that it's this. We all know that if you're a crackhead and you use too much crack, your teeth fall out. Isn't it true? All these crackheads are missing their front teeth. Why is that? Because the pipe heats up, it kills the nerves for your teeth, teeth fall out. And if your teeth fall out, you can't wear a grill. There's nothing for the grill to fit onto. Duterte doesn't want all the teeth falling out because he wants everybody to be wearing grills. Now, where did Dennis Rodman's father spend most of his life? How about the Philippines? Yes, Dennis Rodman's father lived for over 50 years. He's still alive, I believe, in the Philippines. He fathered 29 children by 16 different mothers. And he and Rodman saw each other shortly before Rodman traveled to Korea. And he's hanging out in the Philippines where they'll kill you if your teeth fall out. Here's another thing about Kanye. Why did he go after Taylor Swift in 2009 at the uh, Video Music Awards sponsored by MTV? Why did he go after Taylor when she was accepting her award up on stage and he goes up and grabs the microphone and says it's all because he... That, I don't even know what he said. He, he ripped the microphone away from her and 
caused a stir. And to this day, they go back and forth, arguing, apologizing, arguing, taking shots at each other, mentioning each other in lyrics and songs. Why did Kanye do that in 2009? Was it a coincidence or was he wearing a grill? Maybe he didn't have any control over himself at all. Maybe he went after Taylor Swift. At first, I thought it was because she was a Democrat and Kanye appears to be kind of a Republican. So I thought, well, maybe he went after Taylor because she's such a big Democrat. But I'm starting to think that it it was out of his control. The Chinese, they don't really care whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. It doesn't matter to them at all. All they know is they can use the two-party system to divide us. When one party is in power, they can attack the other and vice versa, just wreaking havoc and basically causing our country to rip apart at the seam. So I think when Kanye attacked Taylor Swift, I think he was out of control with his grills. Kanye said, I am God's vessel. I want you all to know I can analyze people's intentions immediately. That's just a warning to everyone. Well, Kanye, I don't know about other people, but I'm hearing your warning loud and clear. We live in a dangerous world, and the United States is absolutely at war with China. I am concerned that you, maybe unwittingly, have been taken over and that you're just a mouthpiece for President Xi. I'm worried that President Xi is trying to tear my country apart, and I'm worried that maybe... Johnny Dang is the one that he's chosen to accomplish his mission of putting grills in all of our teeth. And maybe for President Xi, it's personal. Ever since Johnny Dang's father escaped from Vietnam, which would have pissed China off, and then came back for his young son nine years later and got his wife and his son out of there, which would have pissed China off. So maybe for President Xi, it's personal. He picked Johnny for a reason. He wanted him to be the one to put these grills in everybody's teeth so that he could then control those people and control the downfall of the United States of America. So Johnny, I'm here to ask you right now. I know you're making a lot of money. I know you're worth over $20 million, but I'm asking you to reevaluate what you're doing. And you too, Kanye. Between the two of you, one of you putting grills in everybody's mouth and the other one trying to liberate everybody from prison so that they can then put more grills in their mouths, that's a one-two punch that our country cannot survive. I'm asking you both to reconsider what you're doing. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and say that maybe you're just unwitting pawns in a game that's a lot bigger than you are. Please think about it. There's not much time left. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've learned something from tonight's podcast. We'll meet again. Sorry about the birds. Hope you'll join me frequently on Taco Talks Wacky Theory. Check me out on YouTube. Check out my website, tacotalkstoyou.com. Considering making a donation on the website if you like the podcast. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Think that Tuggle better recognize Lettuce and tomato avocado for his eyes He's coming at you with his taco beef Sour cream in his belly and chicken on his feet He knows how to talk with his video Can keep you out of trouble, but will he? Though he's been a lawyer and a judge, DA and a cop So listen to him talk, he ain't never gonna stop It's taco this, a taco that Ratata, 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 tete Yeah, taco, yeah, taco Put him up in the air for the taco Yeah, taco, it's taco Get him up in the air for the big Fat Taco!